Welcome to the San Antonio FC FanCast. Welcome. That was weak, man. Thanks for listening. I know. It's from, from a long weekend of T-ball. and it's, it's that baseball in you. Yeah. Whatever. Not enough wood swinging. Anyway, uh, a way to talk before I get to introduce everybody. Uh, let's let's go around the diamond here at first base. We have Rafa. Rafa, how are you? Good. Just finished the high school soccer season last night. Crazy, some crazy results. Yeah. So if you didn't get to check it out, check it out last night. It's fifty fifty podcast, which which discussed the final day. I know me and Harry will probably be doing like a wrap up pretty soon for this the twenty twenty three season. No SA champs, huh? Uh, no. Unfortunately, Ooh. no. M- maybe when I come that. back, maybe. Uh-oh. 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 He's going to put the whistle on. Uh, let's go to second base. Harry, how are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, supporting a, the a new uh, supporters group, FTC de Santo Antonio. Uh, Matt, if you want to talk about your design a little bit here, and uh, Crocketeers are coming out with some stuff, 210. Uh, I think I got their kit last week, and I'll be wearing that uh, um, probably next show. Uh, the Food City one, awesome kit by, by them. But, Matt, you want to talk about your FTC uh, De San Antonio uh, shirt well, here? Well, hold on. Let me let me introduce them. At third oh, base, well, we have Matt. Yeah, dude, moving Thank on. you, Harry, for jumping the gun. Matt, how are you? Please talk about your temple as well. Uh, I'm good, man. Tired. Cut the grass. But, uh, nah. The logo, the logo is pretty much more off of a uh, Day of the Dead, so Dia de los Muertos. So it's it's pretty much like a to show passion for the city and what used to be MCF. But yeah, don't cut your grass when it's windy. Them too. Yeah, you, yeah, you gotta wear a especially this time of year. You gotta wear a mask when you. When you mow the lawn, because uh, yeah, that stuff was like I literally wore my 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 thermal SAFC shirt and had shorts, but my legs got sunburned, not my arms. Sounds like it did its job. Yeah, that'll happen. That yeah. will happen. All right, um, let's uh, let's get the show going. I guess let's get some energy. Let's get some energy here. We're kind of. Falling asleep here on a Sunday. I know I am because uh, I'm tired. Good Lord. Mute button, son. Mute button. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, hey, we're awake now. I know. Or do do the, the Mike Taylor. That's a drop. Yeah. Okay. All right. First topic. Uh, let's talk about some awards here. Uh, Jordan Farr, your USL Championship Player of the Month. Uh, a big surprise. Uh, as he, I think it is a little bit of a surprise that they actually gave it to the goalkeeper. I don't, I don't think it is because last year he was also the player of the month for the first or second month of the year as well. So, um, and w- which was the big question at the end of the year, you had a goalkeeper be the only player of the month for the season. And yet he wasn't part of the final four for goalkeeper of the year. So, um, 
or or was it MVP? Did he win? Did he MVP. win goalkeeper of the year last year? It was for yes, MVP. Yes, he won right? goalkeeper of the year. That's right. He didn't win the Golden Gloves because the guy from Louisville had Correct. like sixty saves for the entire season. Correct, because um, Red Bulls two and Atlanta two were yeah. in the season last season. So, or uh, in the in the league last season. Yeah, that was right. It was for MVP, and he wasn't even wasn't even selected. And I don't think I don't think Mitch was selected either for. For nomination for MVP, which he's our MVP. So, oh uh, damn, Coach Cano's already calling you out. His biggest moment <laughs> of running the soundboard. <laughs> That's a drop. No, yeah, he's calling Matt out for that burst. There you go. Cano's part of uh, uh-huh. part of Thunderdome as well. I see. Uh, salute, Coach Cano. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the subject at hand. Jordan Farr, your USL Championship Player of the Month. Uh, incredible performance uh he had that game saving penalty save um at the end of the match against um to preserve the win against uh help me out colorado colorado yeah Mm -hmm. colorado springs uh to preserve the three points so he's been huge and he's been unbelievable um i think so far this season including the match we're about to review He's given up two goals. Am I correct in saying that? Three two goals. Three goals. Three. So um, three goals in six matches. Um, um, actually, it might be four, actually, now that I'm thinking about it here. Well, Loudon scored one. Obviously, Louisville scored one that we're about to go over. Uh, shutout against Collar Springs. Monterey scored. So just three. I think, yeah, Monterey. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's it. Monterey Loudon. So three, three goals, three goals conceded in six matches when your back line has not been consistent. Uh, we have not had a good consistent back line. Carter Manley has been out the entire season. I don't think he's played a minute this season. Uh, Taynor has been out the last two games. Uh, we've had Connor Maloney back there. We've had kind of a makeshift back line and for your goalkeeper to stand up in that moment and only give up three goals in six matches. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. And that's definitely uh player of the month worthy. Um, quick thoughts on that, Rafa. I think the biggest thing is also winning saves of the week. All those saves he's been making. Three out of four weeks. Most, three out of four weeks. So for the month, you yeah. have to award him. You have to award him player of the month. And like I said, we're have a makeshift defense chrono right now. And but he's making the best of it, and he's perform, he's performing where he where the level that he we expect him to be at, and you can he is the best goalkeeper here in the USL, and I'm sure I'm sure the MLS team's already starting to kind of peek on and say <laughs> try to get him transferred over maybe at the end of the season, but but he deserves it. Like I said, he works hard. He's very vocal, and um, so congratulations to him on on getting Player of the Month. And it is four. Oakland in the home opener. Uh, they got one. Uh, Loudon got one. Monterey Bay got one. And Louisville City got one. Which <clears throat> That's right. It was three, three to one was the score on right. that, wasn't it? That's right. It wasn't three so, nothing. So, well, there you go. Um, we want to provide correct information. That's correct. Show. Yeah, I know. The, the other show is known for their 50-50. <laughs> so, absolutely. Let's uh, let's try to be as accurate as possible. All right. So, uh, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about uh, new uh, something that 
all, every SAFC fan has been asking for for pretty much the entire preseason and season. New signings. Who's coming in? Because we know the roster is going to expand. So let's talk about them. So we've already, I believe we've already covered Kai Kariniak, uh, former Kai, but and, and that, LA That's Galaxy three in the player. last week, so that's why I added him. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm just saying we've gone over him from the last show. We reviewed his performance real quick coming in, uh, coming into the Sacramento match. Um, and then the two that we've added beyond that is MLS veteran Eric Hurtado and um, MLS draftee from this previous draft for FC Dallas, their first round pick, um, Isaiah Parker, who we'll go over here in a little bit. Uh, Eric Hurtado, I believe he's 32. Um, mm -hmm. He has, oh man, what was... Uh, I want to I want to get the stats right, but um, uh, let let me go to let me swing to Rob. Uh, let me swing to Matt. Matt, how do you feel about the three? Um... I got the stats from the press release here. Okay, yeah. Uh, so he joins with 11, 11 seasons of MLS experience, playing for four teams. Uh, appeared in one hundred and fifty four matches, starting sixty four. He scored twenty two goals, eleven assists, including three goals with uh, Columbus Crew last year. And then prior to that, he played for Santa Clara University and was the Western Conference uh, or West Coast uh, Conference Player of the Year as a senior um, for that here. So to me, he's a big body uh, that I think we kind of needed. I think we've been kind of talking about that as far as um, that, that big forward that can take some take some some abuse and also put put out some abuse. I completely agree. That's uh, thank you for the stats. Thank you for being on it, Harry. Uh, that's why we have you on here. Nice work. Um, that's exactly it. Uh, we definitely need a big body. Um, mm -hmm. Our two big bodies have really gotten beat up this season. Uh, Nacho's been beat up a lot. JD is still beat up, mostly beat up by the turf at Loudon, which is horrid. Um, so Hurtado comes in, uh, has a lot of experience. Uh, we'll go over, he did sub into the Louisville match. So we'll go over his performance with the Louisville match. But I, what I thought was more impressive about him, obviously his physicality, but his positioning. He seemed to be in position really well for a lot of uh, playoff. Uh, he played off of Kamarni Smith really well, and he played off of um, Christian Pirano pretty well with some through balls. So um he looked good. Uh, the more chemistry he'll get on the field, I think he'll really integrate well. Um, and I think his, his potential is he might be the new Chino. He might be the new Ever Guzman of uh, SAFC for for this chapter of SAFC. Um, just scoring goals and um, just doing tornado goals and scoring by just touching it over the line. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, the other signing that we have is Isaiah Parker, as I said, from FC Dallas. Um, he is a uh, MLS uh, draftee. Uh, he's basically so. I wonder if this is kind of a um, a, a makeup thing for FC Dallas because we know Sam Jukla was in training camp for uh, SAFC, looking to sign a contract. He goes to FC Dallas, and I'm sure Tim Holt got on the horn to uh, the FC Dallas uh, GM and said, "Come on, man!" And they're like, "Yeah, okay. Here's a kid. He's raw. He can use some development." Uh, last year, I believe he played for North Texas in, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I believe they're in MLS next now. Next um, now and now, yeah. he, and he did really well, uh, kind of a raw product, but he has gobs of speed and he just kind of needs to work on a little bit of positioning. 
and what better coach and coaching staff than our coaching staff to kind of instruct him and get him to that next level. Um, so I think that's really good. Uh, he also subbed in in the Louisville match. We'll talk about that performance here in a little bit as well. Uh, but the one thing I will say about him is he's fast. He is very fast. So um, let's swing this over to Harry. Harry, how do you feel about these, I guess, three signings? Um, and do you think they address the issues that SAFC um, has uh, as far as the IL and the, the, the thinning parts of the roster? Yeah. So for me, and this will be something that maybe you and Rafa and even Matt can discuss here, bringing in um, Eric, bringing in Kai, um, having Kamari, when we get back Dylan, kind of that rotation that you kind of see with, with Hanson and through here. But the biggest thing for the first time this year, we were able to do, you know, uh, kind of a hockey hockey line, a hockey line change, where at the forwards we we're able to bring out uh, bring out our two starters, and then bring in two fresh forwards, um, which is something that worked really well last year. This was the first time we were able to do it. Um, as far as for Parker, uh, it was following Big D soccer, uh, you know, and as you mentioned with Sam going up to there, it made him kind of expendable. And, and he's kind of in that fringe territory where he's too good for um, MLS Next Pro, um, where he needs to be pushed, but he's not getting the minutes due to be you know be you know due to the placement on the roster with FC Dallas. So I think coming to San Antonio uh, kind of keeps up that tradition uh, where you know we you know where we uh, bring in lone players from FC Dallas and San Antonio, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I like both of these. My only concern is with with Juan Carlos. Does that kind of impact kind of Juan Carlos and and kind of maybe a sign that you know hopefully it's nothing serious. But so far he's still been out personal reasons. What six weeks uh, for that here? Um, is is maybe something there's something a little bit more serious going on that than anybody than anybody knows about and, and hopefully him and his family are good and, and nothing nothing bad but there there's got to be something to that with with the to me bringing in Parker bringing in some of the signings that that they brought in recently. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, that's definitely something that I've brought up uh, quite a bit. Is I just hope everything's okay with uh, Ahsoka's family and the Ahsoka family in general. Um, we don't know exactly what's happening, um, but it's with the length of time that it's happening and kind of what was happening, you know, kind of right before the season started, it, it's a little concerning. Um, at the same time, we have seen him in training, so it does look like he is he's okay and he's with the team and it looks like he's integrating well. Uh, he It just looks like he has some other, like it says, personal things to take care of, which we hope he's okay. That's number one. This is this is soccer. This is you know this is sports. Sports is always number two in your life to your family. So this is work. Work is number. This is how it's supposed to be. Work is number two. Your family is number one. So he's hopefully that's what the issue. Well, I say hopefully. Uh, that's most like that might be what the issue is, uh, and he needs to take care of that before you know before work. Uh, Rafa, how do you feel about the three signings as well as do you think it addresses the um, the roster issues that SAFC has um, had so far this season? Eventually it will because you're adding depth 
for the push, for the later push, you know, for us being a monster program of SAFC, you got to have monster mentality players. And these are players that you're going to integrate for the long haul. And, you know, like I said, we're with the injuries, we're, we're struggling a little bit, you know, having, having some rosters here, but I think eventually each player is going to do well. I know Eric Cortado is kind of going to do pretty much kind of like what JD does, you know, have be that physical forward. So now we have two of them and, and you can probably see a combination of both of them on the field, have two physical forwards, you know, kind of wear down a defense and get some goals in for like uh, Pirano or, or, you know, it's a uh, Lorero. Uh, having Isaiah Parker's speed is going to be key. Like I said, he's going to learn how to play, you know, defense, you know, especially from like Tanner, Garcia, um, Manley, even Maloney. So you're, you're adding the right pieces, kind of like what we had last year. It's the next person up. It's going to step up. And then, you know, even though we're starting a little late here, but I think eventually once we get to the chunk of the season, you know, July, August, that's going to be – that's this this these players are going to be contributing. That's going to help us out because, like I said, you know, we have, we have a loss history, a big deal. It's early on. It's still early season. This team hasn't built chemistry yet. But once it gets the chemistry going – like I said, you know the other league, you know the other teams of the league need to take notice on us. I would a hundred percent agree. Uh, we're bringing in some top quality players um, for some quality players for MLS, some top quality for USL Championship as well, um, and that's definitely uh, um, uh, that's uh, we're going to be a problem for the league. Uh, one, we're already a problem for the league. We're going to be that much bigger of a problem of the league. Uh, Matt, how do you feel about the three signings and uh, how they impact uh, SAFC's roster issues we've had so far this season? I think it's uh, it's letting the, I guess, the problem. I mean, of course, you have JD's injury. You have uh, Natural all banged up a little bit. You have Pirano a little banged up. PC banged up. So, I mean, bringing these guys on kind of fills those, those gaps. And like Rafa said, uh, Hopefully, hopefully these guys, when they get the chemistry all together, it's we're more of a problem than what we are already. <clears throat> um, to me, it's it's good to be in a good situation that we are in now, where we we kind of got our roster almost fully together. Which I think what we have two slots left, so I say I say it's pretty good that we got some some hands uh in the forward area that is a hell of a transition speaking of two slots left harry do you want to uh bring up the san antonio fc rumor mill that uh we're going to talk about san antonio fc rumor mill is exactly that it's rumors it's things we have heard by the by it's nothing official but we do have some interesting uh development news for a player that um friend of the uh, pod uh, John Morrissey uh, at USL Tactics has brought up um, and via an Instagram post, uh, we do, we have found out that um, rumored signing for San Antonio FC, who is with uh, Belgian club, that one, um, KV, that one, um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce yeah, that, a Belgian top flight club uh, midfielder. Um, he has uh, experience in Mexico as well as with MLS. Um, Jorge Hernandez, um, 
we do we did see a post of him uh that he posted that he is in san antonio uh in the baggage claim if anybody has flown into san antonio which my family and i we love flying out of the san antonio airport because of how easy it is we don't have to drive all the way to austin we don't have to deal with the tsa lines at austin because the austin airport is terrible sure you may get a little mm. cheaper but the convenience price a lot to fly cheaper to san sometimes <laughs> well the convenience of just flying out of san antonio yes. that it's it's worth the extra you know 20 30 dollars that you would pay um but anyway that's a whole we'll talk about that later with the san antonio airport but that's definitely Jorge Hernandez in the baggage claim of the San Antonio airport. So it looks like he has arrived. Looks like uh, whatever visa or contractual issues sorted themselves out. And it does look like he's here. Hopefully we hear. Uh, I'm going to wear my socks on Tuesday because that's the most likely time of a signing announcement. But <laughs> I am going to wear my socks. I will wash them immediately. Wear them Wednesday and Thursday as well. So we'll see what happens. But um, that seems pretty promising that he is definitely in town now uh, after being rumored um we'll see uh we'll see where he ends up playing uh, if he do- is with san antonio we're not going to go through that yet once the signings announced then we'll kind of go through that but this is just an interesting thing to talk about is he's definitely in town so yeah. we'll um We'll could, be could be for vacation, could be for could be for fiesta. Who doesn't want to come to San Antonio for fiesta? <laughs> it could be for but he today. does does play a song that says come kick it with you and you'll you'll be my American boys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, what I will say though, uh he could also be coming to San Antonio because it is Selena's birthday today. So happy birthday, Selena in heaven. I'm sure everybody here. Maybe, um, maybe he's coming. He's, he's coming for my birthday for, on Wednesday, so that'll be the good, good, good signing day for that. <laughs> I didn't realize you were really good friends with uh, Jorge Hernandez. Congratulations, Rafa. Okay, yeah, so, so someone's got to show him the chicken on the stick. So, <laughs> wow. Okay, here's a big question. I'm gonna take this around. Uh, Rafa, jalapeno on your chicken on the stick or no jalapeno? Uh, no jalapeno. No jalapeno. Harry, jalapeno on your chicken on the stick? No jalapeno. Um, I've never had chicken on a stick here in San Antonio. Oh, wow. What? This is a revelation. Of, oh, That's that blasphemy. A <laughs> That's a crime. Matt, jalapeno on your chicken on a stick or no jalapeno? Uh, I'm with Harry. I've never had a chicken on a stick. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I want the jalapeno and the bread. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely a jalapeno. Squeeze it. Juice goes down. Delicious. Let's go. And it, yeah, uh, I don't think like, I've been to a single fiesta event uh, in my what are, 20 okay. years here in San Antonio. We're gonna have to change. That. We're we're gonna have to figure Seriously. out. We're gonna have to figure out. Something Dude, I'm a married old guy with kids. So am I. Down. So am I. My, par- my parents took me to Nyosa, and I was like 18. Oh dear lord. Well, that's that's separate. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that Nessio. Um sidetrack the show sorry no but, but uh, no but there's there's some really good family oriented events no, there's yeah. there's like king william fair that's really cool to go to they're doing it again uh we took rex and he was a baby to that one that one was fine um oyster bake eh. it, it's a big the concert you do whatever you do the uh, one i've thought about going to is the yeah. uh was it taste of Northside? Taste, bringing or, my wife or, uh for or, that or taste of new orleans is really good as well so no, there's so, a lot of events it's all great we got to figure out which one i would we do go to. Do the taste of Northside. I, I used to do it with the um, one of the marketing teams. Okay. I used to do it all the time. It's very worth it. 
They had okay. a lot of delicious food. Hopefully, yeah, maybe maybe we'll try to do that. Hopefully, Go Phoenix ahead. Rising gets uh, dis- distracted with Fiesta. <laughs> They go out Friday night for the I game. think I think they're gonna get distracted uh looking at the rings that we're gonna get, but we'll get to that later. Um they, Harry Harry, do we have those interludes ready? What interludes? Okay, then never mind. Let's let's not do that. Uh let's go right into uh our next segment, which is going to be uh last <laughs> Saturday's match. Um 24 hour, see, this is why I'm too busy getting accurate stats. <laughs> Oh, and I'm getting called out by Coach Kano. Just, just, that, that's embarrassing. Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's transition and let's start talking about um, uh, the match on Saturday. Um, yeah, let's talk about, uh, you're good. Uh, that's the first thing we need to talk about is the IL because that seems to be something that is um, kind of sustained. Um uh, before the match started, we did get the uh, the injured list. Uh, what's up, pup? Um, and the injured list, it did have Manley, uh, who's still out. He's been out for the season so far. Hopefully, he'll come back soon. Uh, we did see him in training uh, with the non-contact jersey, so it looks like he is getting a little bit better with his injury, and hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, Tank Tour was out. Uh, also, that uh, that dreaded lower body injury. Dylan's still out. We know why he's out. He got bitten by the turf monster in Loudoun. And Azokar, as we've discussed, was out uh, with um, personal, personal issues. Reasons. So let's go into the starting lineup. Um, at far at keeper again, uh, Garcia in the middle of the back three with Batista to his left. Uh, Maloney again to his right. It's the second match we've seen that. Um, and then in, uh, wide of them, we had Bailey... Uh, uh, Zico starting on the left. Uh, we had Shana Gomez starting on the right. That's a little bit of a um, of a twist. Uh, the last game we had PC start as a left back or the left wing back and Bailey on the right. So that's interesting. Um, in the middle, we had PC and uh, Jacori. Uh, in front of them, we had Pirano. And then in front of Pirano, we had uh, Bailona and Hansen working off each other. Nico coming off the IL from the last match. So that was good to see. Um, and then... Uh, kind of the biggest thing uh, that we did see, the biggest bit of progress, uh, we had six no reserves. Yeah, exactly. We had seven reserves, all professional. Uh, Mercado, Loera, Kareniak, Smith, Hurtado, Parker, and Abu, all of the subs, which is, uh, I think that was great to see, and I think that's showing the progress um, that we're going to have. Uh, this starting lineup in the formation, uh, I'm going to kick it out to Rafa. Rafa, how do you feel about the formation? Uh, and do you have any thoughts on, uh, uh, on on the lineup? I mean, it was a typical one that we normally do, like that that 3-5-2. You know, get the ball up the field to our forwards, bring it down, take shots, not worried about position, and then play good defense, make sure everybody comes back. So it's like basically the kind of the same same formation we played against uh, Louisville in the, in the final back in November. That's basically it. Just I think the biggest piece that we're missing is obviously Tank Tour. Um, that back line is still mm-hmm. kind of suffering. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Harry, how do you feel about the 18? Um, and how do you feel about the um, the starting lineup we had for this match? I liked it. Um, to me, like I said here, I still wonder kind of having PC kind of playing more forward, um, you know, kind of how they had it here. 
if if, if I kind of would like to see Pirano and Larrera, you know, because I think that helps the attack a little bit more, um, exposes mm-hmm. the defense a little bit more. So maybe that's why at this point, because we don't have our, our back line in place. But um, and I know we'll talk about this in the game, not having the MVP candidate, uh, Tainer, um, kind of showed a little bit match uh, for that here. So. But to me, like I said, we need to, need need to get Tainer back. That, that's 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 I think the biggest need point. Uh, what about you, Matt? To me, uh, I think I think it was a good good layout. Uh, definitely, yeah, I, I agree with everybody. Uh, Tainer was missed a little bit of that height kind of and uh, mentality could have kicked it up a little bit better back there to help out Jordan, but. Um, Overall, uh, I also think uh, PC needs to not be played as much, but also like still be on the field. But I mean, the guy's still trying to uh, get healthy from that that injury, so hopefully it doesn't affect. Don't want to get him too banged up. But uh, overall, uh, I think it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good lineup. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, kind of the middle off that. I think we definitely missed Taintor um, in this match. Um, and we definitely, um, I think PC is kind of starting uh, more for um, at a necessity. But I, I think with the full squad, I, I don't think he's starting right now. We obviously saw, we saw even in the Sacramento match, he had a couple shots from distance that really looked to tax his foot. Um, and he took another couple shots in this one. And after one of the shots, he kind of looked at the bench and he was like, this ain't it. Uh, I'm feeling it. We're, we're not having, a, we're not having a great time out here. And Marcino was like, stay there for five more minutes. Give me until halftime and let's sort it out. Yeah. Then. But yeah, PC was definitely not 100%. Um, okay. Quick, quick question. Go ahead. Is PC left, left foot dominant or right foot? Cause we couldn't figure it out at, at the left watch party left foot how was he not left foot dominant every time he takes a shot it's with his left foot okay we thought because i don't know why we thought he was right foot because some of the the left foot shots just looked awkward to us we didn't we didn't know no he's definitely left foot uh and this is kind of how you can tell has he ever taken a corner kick from the right corner no uh, fabian either takes it um or a boo or, uh, or Abu. Uh, Abu, no, Abu, Abu will take it from the left. Abu will take it from the left. Well, Abu's kind of both. He'll he'll do both yeah. feet, but typically from the right, when Abu's not on the field, Fabian takes the uh, set pieces with the right foot, or he'll do the corner kick from the right foot. PC will take it from the left corner flag all the time. So PC's definitely left-footed. Um, he's just and, – and going along kind of with your question, whether if PC's left-footed or not, uh, it's very obvious. If, even if you have to ask that question, it's obvious he's hurt because he's not comfortable using his left foot, and that's his dominant foot. So that um, part of that, that, that injury from Loudon is still lingering. And I, that's, I th- I'm, that's, that's what I'm I think wondering about why he hasn't played. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would completely agree with that. Um, that that sentiment, but um. Uh, that's, and I think that's pretty obvious. Cause I mean, he was hurt. He is obviously hurt in the sac the Sacramento match. He was hurt in the, uh, Louisville match. Um, 
So, and I think I think that is a lingering injury. And like I said, with a more fuller roster, say if a hmm, let me pick a random player out of my head, if a Jorge Hernandez decided to join the team for no reason, um, perhaps PC can get a rest and you can get a boo out there or 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 you know somebody else in the midfield uh, that can that could be uh, serviceable and or that can excel. I think PC sits for a little while and kind of kind of rests his foot because we need him. We're definitely going to need him uh, further along in the season, and we need his leadership out there as well. Uh, and you'd rather see him healthy. And he definitely struggled in this match. He struggled to run back. There was a clear through ball that he played a one-two with um, with either Jacory or Pirano, uh, and he wasn't able to get on the end of it. He normally gets on the end of that. He'll put on a good cross, and you have uh, Bailona and you have Nico right there to uh, to kind of clean things up. But um, uh, Louisville kind of countered with their typical four three three. This is going to be the this is the second time we've seen most of these players. Uh, this will be the last time we see uh, Josh Winder um, mm. in the league, which was cool to see. Obviously, uh, US MNT call up Josh Winder. Um, which is really cool uh, to go head to head against that. Uh, let's not let's not undersell that. That is a huge thing in this That's league. That's a huge story. Um, and obviously, he is going to be uh, transferred to uh, rumor has it Benfica. Um, obviously, other clubs can come in and uh, um, kind of steal players from under them. Uh, Tottenham with uh, Everton or uh, uh, Chelsea with any other club that's going to pay way too much. So, <laughs> hey, maybe uh, maybe Louisville will get. Uh, 20 million from Chelsea for Winder because uh because uh, Todd Boley really likes to throw his money around but um it's so a typical I, 433 we saw it in the in the, in the championship we countered with our typical um uh, I call it the five you know the, the five two three you can call it a three four three whatever you want to call it but um it, it was pretty much the same match um just with you know uh and we'll go into kind of how the match uh, how the match went. Harry, go ahead. So there is a question because I did uh, when I put out that we're doing a show. If you had questions, so um, our friend, our uh, frenemy from Germany, who was <laughs> an energy fan and then uh, unfortunately converted to the dark arts of RGV, um, he asked because uh, he you know uh, the uh, was it uh, Oliver uh, Simi. Uh, is also German. He's like, what did you think of the goalie from uh, from Louisville so far? Um, you know, he did a great. He thought he did a great job, and in his first year after college. So, uh, Rafa, I know you're a goalkeeper. Um, I know he had some hell of a saves against uh, you know SAFC, but you know, kind of your thoughts on on the Lou City young goalkeeper that that uh, uh, our friend from Germany, uh, you know, obviously you know loves that his countryman is, is performing well for Louisville City. Yeah, I mean, he's getting opportunities to play. You know, that's the main thing is get the playing time and the development because eventually I'm sure he's going to get head back to Germany and play in the Bundesliga uh, to whichever, you know, a team wants to snatch him up, you know, whether it's, you know, Bayern or 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 the other one. Oh, probably, Bayern and the other one. the second division first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the second division. I mean, if he does a great showing this year, I mean, I don't see why not. He can't make it to the first division as a backup. So, I mean, and, and, and like I said, if you look at some of the kind of the middle table teams, they usually will develop, you know, especially like with the German national team, you see the, the history of the all the keepers that they've had. So they know how to develop keepers and, how to, you know, and so forth. But this is an opportunity for him just to kind of get his feet wet play some, you know, play get some, some good competition. And then eventually, like I said, make his way back, back to the Bundesliga. 
Any thoughts, Matt or Rafa or Matt or Royce on uh, the young goalkeeper uh, Simi from uh, from Germany? Go ahead, for Louisville City. I think he did pretty good. I wish he would have slipped a little bit, but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, as we saw in this match, um, he had that really nice uh, save against Zico um, that probably should have been converted. We'll go. We'll watch the highlight here in a little bit, but. Uh, I think the goal should have been uh, converted, um, but he had a pretty solid match. Um, he had some pretty good saves. Uh, he had he had he showed really good instinct. So um, that's kind of what USL is. It uh, it's uh, it, it's it's kind of a, a showcase uh, a showcase league uh, to go up um, to go up leagues for a lot of players, and that's kind of what they see it as. So. Um, he he had a pretty good performance. We'll see how the rest of the season goes for them. Um, obviously, they got beat five nothing. I don't know if he played in that match, the five nothing match against the Sac Republic, but um, <laughs> if the he did, three zero against El Paso. Yeah, if if he did, uh, whoops. Um, but uh, let's go over the highlights. And of course, these are courtesy YouTube uh, USL Championship uh, for that here. So here we go. New City, as they always are in their purples. Referee blows his whistle, and the rematch commences from Lou City. The final revisited. Here's some possession for the visitors here. San Antonio trying to work their way down this far side. Nice challenge. Josh Widener has got a big beacon change coming up for him in his career. The yellow card early on Perron. Yeah, a super yellow, a super super early yellow on Christian. Pause real quick. Super super early yellow on Christian. Was it worthy of a yellow? Mm, I mean, if yeah, the ref wants, if the was. ref wants to stamp, if the ref wants to stamp his control in the game, which he 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 really made a lot of decisions uh, in this one, and then uh, decided not to make decisions on other plays. Um, uh, yeah, sure. But he slid from um, behind. But I, it, I, I it was it. A, it was a challenge from behind. It was super early, but it was a challenge from behind. It was away from the ball. Later in the game, that's definitely yellow. I think early. I think that's um, typically even the announcers were kind of surprised they gave it to him that early, exactly. two minutes in. Exactly. What we've typically seen is that kind of play happens. The ref, the ref will go over to uh, the player, the offending player, and will kind of give them that. That's it. Like you, you've just used up all of your fouls that you can do. Your next foul is a yellow card. That's typically what you get. You don't normally get a, a yellow that early especially for something that kind of, it wasn't that nasty. Um, it wasn't really a, and you know, it wasn't a, a, a studs, you know, it wasn't a stamp or anything. It was, it was a typical foul. So, um, but at the same rate, when a ref was really trying to, he's trying to look for stuff like that, look for physicality and put his stamp on the match. That's what the ref's going to do. So that was the first of five straight yellow cards for SAFC until like the 85th minute so um that's an Behind interesting story in this Nico match that we'll go to but here is here's the, the chance for zico that should have been converted um it's a really to nice combo Antonio between nico out. and nacho and then a, a drop the off to uh, zico coming up from the left back ball. position and uh i think the, i think zico should have uh, finished the, that for sure uh really nice read by the goalkeeper he's already leaning that way he kind of knows what's going to happen there but um, uh, really nice save by the goalkeeper, really nice anticipation, but I think Zico's got to finish that, um, as he did, uh, against Monterey. So, 
Do you think he needed more air on it, or you know, because obviously you can see the position of of Simi, um, which you mentioned that he's already reading the play here. He's got the defenders here. What what he, would you have liked to seen him do different than what he did? I'm no expert, but uh, the two things I would have liked is a little further in the upper 90, which is always difficult. That's a difficult shot, or a really hard shot, more at the goalkeeper's feet, kind of a low a low hard shot. I think a low hard shot is a lot more. Um, it's a higher percentage shot, but something up and what they normally say, what you know the analysts will say or the pros will say, yeah. something up that high and not that hard is a lot easier for a Yo, goalkeeper Al, to, a to save, uh, especially from the on a visitors. PK or something that close. But something that high in the air with that much spin is easy for a goalkeeper. It's closer to his eye level. He can get down there. Uh, something lower and harder that the goalkeeper has to kind of depend on gravity to get down. The that's, that's a little more difficult. So I think something more on the ground, I think uh, it would be, it would have been a better choice or something a little higher, just something right there at that range. I think it's easier for the keeper to get, but at the same time, really nice play between Nico and Nacho, really nice play for Zico to be there in, in the first place, just the shot, a little higher quality shot. And that's definitely in, but Really nice chance. Into very the early middle. For a big chance. Great straight down by Zem. Rafa, your thoughts? Family Stadium, and they have the ultimate. Oh, here we go. Here's the shot from Louisville tonight. Here's Mushiga loose on the attack for the. Go ahead, Rafa. Go ahead. It just uh, you know, on that shot, you know, it is a one-touch pass. So for Zico to you know for his reaction, it's just a, you know, there's really no way if you saw his movement to really kind of place it to to that corner, like I said, it was just a reactionary shot from a one touch pass. Uh, but it, like I said, the goalie had good anticipation there, you know, to, to, for that. And then also if you saw some defenders there, so maybe he could have angled it back across, you know, as well, but like I said, it's just a reaction in time. You know, if they're maybe the goalkeeper reacted late, that, that ball's in the net. Right at Connor Maloney. Musha Galusa shoots. And it's fielded well by Jordan Farr in his goal. Well, that looked like a team more that was ready to go for the jugular. Yeah, and then there's it's there's Zico's yellow. Down by Bailey, and it's um, gonna see yellow here. Deserve. It's a very rash challenge. And I think he knew exactly what his fate was going to become. Yeah, Thompson, he was trying to just stop wide. that. Here's here's the Louisville Dia. goal. Shannon does not put a lot Ushigalusa. of pressure on this. He's looking for the guy to go to the end line. Um, and Fabian, if you watch the if you watch the replay from the from the goal cam that they showed, uh, Fabian is kind of looking behind him, giving Batista instructions behind him, and kind of loses his mark. So he's trying to bark out orders on positioning. And he forgets the position know, himself. What a beautiful so. goal, a beautiful feed. That was but a hell of a header. But at the same time, oh no, that's it's perfect. That's that's a perfect shot. That's going to be yeah, this one right here. Fabian uh, turns around time. and he tells the... he's telling him, and he misses his mark. He's turned around, right he's here. telling him where to go. Yeah, and that's where he loses his mark. At the same time, uh, Shannon needs to put a little bit more pressure on that cross. He's kind of anticipating. Uh, the player Man, to come to goal. the end line uh, to beat him finish. to the end line. He needs to put a little bit more pressure on that. But at the same time, Mighty really goodness. nice goal. It's a per. It really is a perfect cross, a perfect header for that. Um, and you just kind of got to tip your cap on that. Nice goal. Uh, it's difficult to beat us, um, and but we got beat on that one. So tip your cap, move on. Uh, try to try to try to score a goal. Rescue the game. Look at the way he turns. The ball's it's coming. A good ball. In. Yeah. 
man, what a goal. And if you score a goal against Jordan Farr. There's Fabian. Once again, Fabian taking the corner on the right, like we discussed. That's a really good ball in. And, and the way before Hanson could get his noggin this is to it. Where PC with some lovely control and nearly a, a beautiful swerve. finish. It just yeah, you can feel the groin. Right to left. And it goes out of play for a goal kick. That's better from the champions. Own B. Yeah, and you could see PC. He wants it back. He makes a nice run. It's a brilliant pull. Own yeah. B has help in the middle. And it's slashed wide by that Harris. Good. That was a really nice setup. Harris. Let's get Antonio uh, clear. There. And the half yeah, end. That was just a. a, a it's a poor shot, uh, but a really nice setup on their part to Here go to the Louisville. line, bring it back. That's very, uh, that's where the USMNT conceded against the Netherlands in the World Cup. Get it out was of on that counter similar play. That fits exactly this power play. Musha Galusa wins it back. He's dragged out. And that is it's a free kick. A horrid Shannon <laughs> yellow Gomez card. Sees Shannon, yellow Shannon challenge. I'm with you. I don't he even, didn't even touch out. him. He, he didn't even touch him. He didn't touch him. They showed the replay. He didn't touch him. He went down. Even uh, I'll give credit to the Loose City announcers. They were pretty fair. And they both went, uh, yeah, okay, moving on. <laughs> are they going to go over? No, this isn't the penalty shout. Go for an equalizing goal. You know that's not going to be in the back. There's a boo. Yeah, yeah. Nice shot by a boo. Good strike. From the substitute, not far, very close. Uh, couldn't uh, hit the target. The penalty shouts at seventy-four. Again, three um, minutes left. Maloney. Let's yeah, one shot. Good save from Zemla. Yeah, Zemla. Just the spark that San Antonio needed out of the right center back here tonight. If that so if that close. ball hits maybe maybe two Is two yards twist further, here? it's in, it's in San Antonio. Yeah. And that, that is what I'm looking Wide. for. And that's the threat that I think Hurtado will provide for the rest of the season. It's this, look at that run he makes. He, he loses his mark. A really clever touch there on a, a on a service that's really short. And a Wide. flick that is just very close to, tough, to tough going angle. in on that near side. So that's kind of what we're looking for at this end of the match. Um, what happened in the off. in the beginning of the 75th minute at 74, I believe 74-10, uh, there's a through uh, – Kamarni Smith and uh, Christian Pirano have a nice one-two. There were kind of three penalty shouts. There's one that was a clear one that I, I don't – it's even more egregious than uh, last week's Jacory Hayes uh, and Nacho Bailoni's um, elbow that he took to the back. Um, even more clear than those two chances – from the last game was this game. Um, Kamarni gives it to Pirano. Pirano has a one-two. Nice through ball to Kamarni. Um, and I think it's one of the Winder brothers. Um, has a tackle. He goes through the back of Kamarni Smith to get to the ball and clears the ball. You can't you can't go through a player to get to the ball just because you won the ball. You still went through the player. That's a foul. That's a foul all day. Um, and... Once again, um, uh, a lack of a call there. And we go back to the thing, um, you know, the ref didn't want to give, you know, ref didn't want to 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 make that call and decide the game. We decided the game to not give that call because you basically allowed the other team to, to get away with breaking the rules. So um, it's before this. It's at 74-10. So go back like 30 seconds. Yeah. Can't buy four penalties. And um, here we go. Here, here it is. So here's Kamarni. Kamarni back to Pirano. 
Uh-oh. Two. There we go. Bring and then Winder. Prano through ball. Essentially for Prano. Right there. Back goes for Smith. Through, who goes, goes down? Through <laughs> Freeze is right there. Perfect for you. Clear penalty. And it just rolls Clear into the hands of the goalkeeper. And, um, and that was uh, Marcina ends up yeah. looking for a penalty. Marcina ends up getting a yellow card given. for this, but it's the That'll whole, be worth whole look. San Antonio Kamani scene. Smith Bench gets up. He goes through the back of Kamani. It's a foul. He goes through the player to get the ball. Like I don't. It's a yeah. You don't see it. That's another look. Kamani Smith, loose city announcer. He goes through. Binder get enough contact on him. I don't know. I don't see it. Not only that's that's a foul. That's that's also that's also also. Also a red too. I don't think it's, it's a, dogs, a scoring opportunity. But as I, far as it's like, because he is a kind of like the last defender, and it is a right. scoring opportunity. It's close to you know because I saw a play like that last night. Right. And, and I, I, it was I, that, I think it could be a, a red, red would have been one, harsh. I think I think I don't think it's Doxo. I don't think it's a red, uh, but it's definitely a penalty. Um, and that's that's definitely mm -hmm. a, a clear penalty shout there. That's completely missed. Um, kind of two weeks in a row uh, we get. We get kind of uh, jobbed by the ref not wanting to do their job. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, but, um, excuse me. They should um, be because they're getting, they the just mic, got paid uh, like this week. People. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's another thing we need to cover. We'll cover here in a little bit. Um, but let's go around the horn. Rafa, what are your thoughts um, on this match uh, that obviously ended Louisville 1, San Antonio FC 0? What are your thoughts on the match uh, overall um, with the with the play, with the players we saw come in, um, as well as um, just kind of the result in general? You know, I saw I saw a little bit of it just picks in there because I was watching like it's also the high school stuff. But I think for this result, it's a good result for us because it could have been a lot worse, especially with all the injuries we have. And like I said, we don't have the chemistry up top just yet. But it's getting there. So, if you know, for Louisville to just barely beat us by that score at home, it's a positive thing. Because, like I said, I, honestly, if that game's in San Antonio, we win, we win that game. I don't think Louisville has kind of haven't figured us out yet. You know, they just got lucky on a header on that cross. But, you know, we're on them. We're pressuring them. You saw the opportunities we had. We just couldn't finish them. It's kind of like last year's game at Phoenix. Uh, but the thing is, this didn't get out of hand. And like I said, it was a close one, but uh, it's a positive. And I think if we do meet again, it's going to be a different result. Harry, your thoughts? It's a match it? where... Oh. No, I was sighing because trying to get my thoughts on it. it it's It's one of those matches where nobody's upset on the result and i don't know if that's good or bad i think for coach marcina there's some things that that, that they're going to work on but there are a lot of positives that you know as a san antonio fan that you took away from this match um from there and let's be honest playing sacramento louisville and phoenix that's a hell of a three-game stretch um you know for like especially playing louisville on, on the road never easy um, I think if San Antonio got the first goal, if Zico converts that, it's a different game. And we'll go into it on the stats here. It, 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 because San Antonio, in a way, dominated the game, but they just didn't get – they just didn't finish. And um, I don't like to lose, don't get me wrong, but if you are going to lose, you know, it's – losing to lose City is – is and especially just a 1-0 score that – was a very even game. You know, they could have had a different, you know, they could have had an additional goal. We could have had additional goal. 
Um, just it was two heavyweights that got together and, and to me put on a good performance, uh, you know, for that here. And, and uh, to quote uh, John Harper, uh, you know, uh, who also responded, who does the 24 hour purple podcast here, he's like, How's it feel to know that the biggest controversies from the match uh, was limited to the wave and smart uh, smartphone flashlight? So I know we're complaining a little bit about the refereeing, um, a little bit, but as far as the overall theme of the match, I thought the ref did a good job. You know, you know, we can we can we can critique a few moments, but to me, like I said here, it was it was you could see this match again um, in November, and you know the result the result is is what it is. But it's I know we lost, but it's one of those things. It doesn't feel like a loss, and, and as a fan, I don't know if that's good or bad that we have that type of attitude. Does that make sense? I think we're a lot more, I think it makes sense. I think we're a lot more, um, a lot more calm when it comes to these matches. Uh, we know kind of in early in the season, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised Harry's uh, okay with this loss, but especially early, early in the season, but I, I, we know early in the season, this isn't where things, um, where things really happen for SAFC. We know kind of middle of the season is kind of when we really start to put our chemistry together. And then late in the season is really when we make our run. Um, especially in the Marcina uh, era, that's really been the, the hallmark of the Marcina era. Um, 2020, uh, we can go and skip that one. That was a weird year with the with the with the bubble groups, and then going on. That was it was just a weird year. Um, 2021 is kind of when it started. Uh, we had the um, uh, the team was out for a couple weeks because of COVID, and then we had an insane run of like, was it? like 10 matches in four weeks, like some insane. And that's kind of when we said this is the make or break time and they made it and they did really well coming out of that. And we made it to the Western conference final last season. When we added Sam, we added a couple other pieces. We really solidify the roster and we went on an insane run uh, to the championship. So we kind of know that's, um, you know, right now is chemistry building time. This is finding out who you are, getting all the pieces together, get healthy, stay healthy and then really make that push later on. We kind of know uh, how that's going to go. Matt, what are your thoughts on the match um, in the 18 that we ran out there? I'm, I am not mad at all. I'd rather lose now and be humbled than uh, lose to someone else. That's uh, like I told some of the guys last night at second pitch. I'm like, bro, it, I'm not mad one bit. I'd rather lose a 1-0 game to lose City and not trying to not trying to discredit how how good they are, but I'd rather lose to Lucidity one zero and be humbled. That way, hey, that puts the mental uh, the mentality and everybody like, hey, all right, we finally messed up. Now let's get back together and let's let's build this chemistry back. And also, so, kind of go, kind of going on that. Uh, let, let me let me hit uh, the three three real quick uh, uh, points. Number one is that we are. We're kind of missing half of one captain with PC. We're missing another captain altogether with Taintor. Uh, and we had Maloney on the field as a, as a Sarge, a salute Sarge. Um, but other than that, we're kind of missing kind of missing two out of three captains for this match. And we still kind of looked really nice. Um, and obviously that chemistry is going to form, especially with Hurtado making his, um, his debut, with Parker making his debut. Uh, with those players making their debut, they're going to build more chemistry. 
It looked like Kamarni and Hurtado were really playing well off of each other. We saw that through ball from Pirano to Kamarni. It really looks like a lot of players are really, um, really getting dialed in. And the more uh, the more play time they get together on the field, I think uh, obviously the more chemistry they're going to build, the better that we're going to be at the end. One of the points, another one of the points I wanted to make, and we're talking about the ref. And I don't. I don't like harping on the official too much, but what we did see in this match was five straight yellow cards for SAFC. It was a pretty even match, but we did have Pirano right there in the third minute getting yellow. We had Bailey in the 20th minute, Shannon Gomez on that ghost yellow uh, in the 58th minute. And then uh, Lamar Batista got his in the 71st minute. Um, And then, and he argued that one. I, I don't, Man, that was another one where it looked like he was two feet away from the guy, and the guy went down, and and uh, he got a yellow for well, that. He fell down. He fell back. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, and then Marcina immediately after that, pretty clear penalty, got a yellow for uh, for the entire bench getting up, going to the fourth official, and like, uh, do you want to do your job? Do we need to complain for you? Like, what is happening here? So, uh, five straight for SAFC, and then Cameron Lancaster completely took out. Maloney, um, two or three steps after he kicked him, shoved him out of bounds. Uh, that was their first yellow, pretty clear yellow. And then they got two in the 90th minute, um, and and at the end, um, for pretty professional foul stopping, um, stopping San Antonio attacks when they're trying to tie the game at the end of the match. So, um, kind of, um, I don't know about even uh, with the officiating, he didn't let the game get out of control like our last match. But at the same time, um, failed to make a decision when a decision was warranted. So, um, but once again, you can't leave those kind of things in the in the officials' uh, hands. You kind of have to take the game, um, and you and, and as a as a player and as a team, you need to overcome that. Um, it's sometimes those nights happen. You've got to be a little bit better. We created a, a good portion of chances. Uh, we just couldn't put the ball in the net. Um, we have not scored for two straight matches. Somebody definitely did uh, bring that up. And if it concerns us that San Antonio hasn't scored for two straight matches, no, because we just went through Sacramento, who has the best defense in the league right now. They've only given up one goal in six matches. Pretty good, pretty good stat. And then in this match, Louisville, um, you know, uh, we had a lot of chances. Ball just didn't go in. That's kind of how soccer happens. Uh, yeah, so looking ahead. at the – Looking at the stats here, and I'm going to kind of circle back to that here. So, possession wise, on the shots to them only having four, each team two on target. We had uh, nine off target, obviously. Um, shots five and six, you know, from inside the box uh, and outside the box. Uh, but one, the thing that stood out to me, we actually had more passes to them. When was the last match that you saw that San Antonio had more passes? We had three games of passes in, in this match, uh, 308, and still at 62%. Um, but to me, I think that just goes to show the how our defense, even though we, you know, we're still missing a key component in Tainer, really limited Louisville City. Uh, but um, kind of your thoughts on, on Louisville City letting us have the ball and, and kind of you know making us play with it. Um, and, and the reason why I ask and kind of leading into leading into Phoenix, Phoenix, you know, uh, was it Juan Guerrero uh, came from Oakland, you know, it's going to be a very similar type of match where I think where 
it's going to be that physical defensive. Um, Phoenix has shown a little bit more on the attacking style. They're starting to starting to improve a little bit, but uh, kind of transitioning to Phoenix, uh, San Antonio. Kind of your thoughts on on the upcoming match here. I, I definitely think the the more passes shows that Louisville scored early, which they scored in the twenty third minute. So we had um, doing the quick math there, we had what. 67 minutes to try to find an equalizer so that's kind of where that comes from that they scored early and we had you know 60 uh, over an hour to try to find an equalizer and that's what we were trying to do the whole time and that's kind of that would that would um that would be the answer for why there uh, we had so many passes in that so match. they played the san antonio way then uh, well they <laughs> scored their goal and then they defended their lead um, they have a really good defense they kept their uh basically their back seven back um, and their front three kind of went and explored um, and, and tried to make things happen. The thing I really like that Louisville did um, that I don't see enough players do in this league, but they did really successfully, um, and they only got called out by the ref one time for it, was on a throw-in. They would go, and then they take like two or three skips and then stop like they're going to throw, and then they they go back, and then they do two or three more skips. So they would they would consistently get 15 to 20 yards extra for their throws, um, and then we tried to do the same thing, and the ref uh, started calling us back. But um, that was a, def a good gamesmanship on their part, um, bad on the ref for obviously not paying attention and the linesman. Uh, but that I saw a lot of that happening where they would skip, stop, Skip again, stop, run again, and then throw it. So, um, the kudos to them for taking taking advantage of that. But let's um, let's look forward to um, to the match on Saturday, April twenty second. It's going to be Champions Night against Phoenix Rising. Uh, I'm super excited about this. I think the whole city should be excited about this. We're going to celebrate the championship again. Uh, I believe uh, they're. I believe the the trophy is going to be in the stadium uh, for photo mm -hmm. opportunities. Um, everybody in the stadium is going to get a champion's banner. I want one, two, possibly four of those. Um, so everybody at the game is going to get one of those. Definitely a, a must go to game. Um, I'm sure player, hopefully players are going to get rings. I would hope so. And hopefully there's going to be a ring presentation, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, uh, but it's just going to be an exciting match for everybody to, to celebrate, um, our first championship um, and we get to play uh, uh, Phoenix rising immediately. Uh, Millie follow the mat uh, following the uh, celebration going into the match uh, kind of to preview the match. Um, Phoenix hasn't really looked that strong this season. Um, they, by the skin of their teeth, they drew Monterey Bay um, uh, on Saturday uh, with a, with they a did beat Birmingham and Birmingham. So that, that is something. Well, Loudon also just beat Birmingham, so I don't know if that's anything. Um, but Louisville, by the skin of their teeth, um, or Louisville, Phoenix, by the skin of their teeth, drew Birmingham with what's most likely going to be the save of the week, possibly the save of the month. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen that save, but yeah, from the Phoenix goal it's goalkeeper, pretty ridiculous. So um, they're definitely not uh, not your father's Phoenix rising, but. Um, not, not your father's review. Not not your uh, not your Luke Rooney Food City jerseys, uh, Phoenix Rising. But um, <laughs> shout or out your to, uh, solo Asante rolling on Toyota Field. Uh, yeah, good <laughs> rising. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, uh, Arizona United back in the day, uh, but um, 
Yeah, uh, they'll come into San Antonio. Last year, they were our kryptonite. Uh, I hope we can uh, um, kind of get, get rid of those revenge. demons. Yeah, get some get some revenge because last season they beat us a combined, uh, I believe, five nothing. Um, so hopefully we can we can get a little bit uh, uh, reprisals back from uh, from how the how the res- how the results went last season. Hopefully we can make it a, a successful one. Uh, Rafa, what are you looking forward to um, in this coming Saturday's match? I'm just looking forward to getting some kicking there. You know what? <laughs> this year and, and and you know and get and get things kind of just you know leave the doubters out. You know it's like uh, we can't beat this team. You know we got to celebrate our. You know can't have them ruin our championship night. Uh, but one thing also I want to mention about the, about the last game in Louisville. I think that I think the loss is going to help us. I think it, it was a similar loss to when we lost to Loyal. You know, we were kind of I had that same feeling, but then after that, we kind of bounced back out together. I think this is what's going to happen this week because this is this is, April was going to be the rough patch, and look where we're at right now. We're in the top three, so and then with all the injuries we got, we're in good shape. So we can win this one. Like I said, sooner or later, Sacramento is going to lose one. I'm sure Loy is going to lose. Uh, Loy is going to lose one, so we'll be back. It will still be in the mix. So, but. It'll be a great night to kind of make a statement against Phoenix and 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 blow them out, blow them out of San Antonio, and, and, and look forward for the next game against Las Vegas. The back-to-back against Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ho- uh, quick home and away. Harry, your thoughts uh, for Saturday's match coming up? I'm looking forward to it. Um, Pre-COVID, Phoenix-San Antonio was probably one of the, uh, to me, the best rivalries. Um, COVID kind of dampened it because we didn't play each other for, you know, for, you know, the two, three years. Um, like I said, two great fan bases. Um, just, I, I think it'll be an electric night. It's always a great match. Uh, typically, goals will be scored. Um, you know, this year's the first year that there's not a San Antonio player that signed with Phoenix. Um, but to me, I'm excited for champions night. Uh, I'm super excited that we're doing it against Phoenix rising because all the crap that they've talked about. And yet we're the one that got the star. Um, so it'll be nice to celebrate in front of them, uh, for that here, but right. You know, rising's coming in, you know, I know they're in 10th place here with six points out of five matches. Uh, but I'm hoping San Antonio comes out quick, fast and puts them away. And I would like to see a comfortable uh, 2-0, 3-0 win uh, for that here. But, you know, Rising rising is a talented team. Um, and they're figuring out they get a new coach. Basically had a complete roster turnover uh, for that here. Former San Antonio FC uh, uh, King. I forget what his name is. Uh, Darnell, King. Darnell King is still with him. Darnell King That's still correct. with them. Um, but he's missed the last couple of games. So it'll be interesting to see if he's through that. But. Uh, to me, like I said here, it's 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 a fun matchup. Uh, you know, great fan base. Um, I know uh, there'll be a few rising fans that will be in the tailgate area, so say hi. They're they're awesome people. Um, you know, for that here. So, but uh, Matt, your thoughts on it? Here's a question before I, I put my my thoughts into that game. What was what was with Vega? What do you mean with Vega? Like he's in training? Is that your question? Was it was that was he just in training with us? 
He's in training. Yeah, a, a contract has gotcha. not been announced, but he has okay. been. Uh, just, he has it been was just training. a thought for for Phoenix. But anyways, uh, going into the match, uh, I mean, guys, Fiesta's here. Fiesta's here. This is this is a one of two, maybe, yeah, two Fiesta matches. Uh, I would like to see everybody out there at the tailgate party. I would like to see everybody having fun in the bunker with us. Uh, it's not I'm as just, much I'm fun so as last excited. week, though. <laughs> well, oh my god, dude! That's I, I, I do not trust. I do not trust Stuart Jello shots. That that those those got me. I'll admit those jamming out. Those, those Stuart got me last week. He he knocked me off off my drum last week, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like I just I just want everybody to come enjoy the festivities. Hey, like I said, Fiesta's here. Let's let's get these two dubs, and especially let's get our name back against Phoenix. Yeah, and uh, Funes Mori just shown uh, red for uh, Monterey against uh, Santos Laguna. You hate to see it. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to this match. I've been looking forward to this match since the schedule came out. Um, so, uh, and mainly because, uh, I would like a nice big helping of revenge against, uh, Phoenix and I would like to completely play him off the pitch, but we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, uh, the, the big things that we've seen, um, and a big thing to look forward to and a big, um, conclusion from the match against Louisville is, uh, we've made some really nice additions. We are getting healthier. Um, and the more this team plays on the field together, the more we have to look forward to, the better the results are going to be. So um, it's a loss, but at the same time, we're building to something a lot bigger than uh, just to worry about a one nothing loss against one of the top teams in the league in, uh, in April. So um, long season to go. Um, we still have uh, a long ways to go, a lot of chemistry to build, and and this team's going to be stronger later in the season for it. Um, and as far as the Phoenix match, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, what what, are you, what am I going to tell you? We get to celebrate one more time um, for um, the victory from last November, um, and we we get to show our appreciation for the team for uh, for what they did, and and we. Once again, one of the big differences between this uh, this season, last season, compared to the previous seasons for SAFC, there are a lot of returning players that we really get to show our appreciation for last season. Um, and that's something to definitely be thankful for. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely Fiesta. I'm looking forward to Fiesta, all the events and stuff. Um, we're talking about going to uh, one of the events um, because uh, somebody hasn't been to an event. So we definitely need to change that. Um, now, let's. Uh, Let's transition real quick. Uh, the one thing that I missed once again, um, let's go around the horn. Uh, Rafa, who is your mentality monster of the match for Saturday's match against Louisville? I would give it to that's a, that's a tough one. I got one if you want to think I, about I, it. Sure, I'll, I'll go ahead. So I'm going to do it. It's a little bit different. 
but uh, Caroline uh, Stefko uh, tweeted on social media, Twitter, uh, that her and it looks like a group of uh, family or friends and family uh, made the trip to Louisville City. Uh, it was her first, uh, she mentioned here that it was her first uh, away match to support the boys. Uh, you know, so to me, she is my uh, mentality monster of the match to be able to make the trip to Louisville, which is not a close trip. Um, so shouts out to her and, and having a girl's trip on that. So to me, you know, like I said, any, anybody that gets a chance to travel away, uh, you know, if, if you post it, I'm going to try to shout it out because um, to be able to travel, what, 12 hours, five, you know, four or five hours by, or probably three or four hours by flight, um, get, get a huge shout out. And, and like I said here, being able to see Lynn Family Stadium, which is one of the nice stadiums uh, of USL uh, for that here. Uh, huge shout out to Caroline for traveling and supporting the boys. Absolutely. Uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll give you a, a little bit of time. My mentality monster of the match is PC for uh, for sticking it out until at least halftime. Uh, he obviously is not 100%. He wasn't 100% against Sacramento. Um, but the team, the boys knew we, we needed him to put in a shift um, at least to get us to that line. Um, he's definitely not hundred percent and we, we always appreciate PC going out there and, and just giving it his all. He gave 60 minutes against Sacramento. He gave 45 here in this match. Um, so, um, uh, that was really big. Um, it, it's, it's kind of tough. Um, you know, I mean, Maloney's back there completely out of position, so it's kind of difficult not to give it to him. Jordan Farr had another really nice match. Um, but at the same time, it's got to be PC because we know he's not 100%. So um, uh, we just appreciate him going through that. Matt, who's your uh, mentality monster of the match for the match on Saturday? Mine's going to be a little bit left field today. Uh, mine's actually Lorea. I, I think when they put him on, I I feel a difference in the team. And that's, that's just me personally. Uh, I felt like he tried to make a lot of big moves. Even early on, almost getting a card uh, for trying to help out. But to me, I think Lorea did a, a big change for going into the second half. Uh, so that's that's my mind. Mine goes to Lorea. Okay. Rafa, you got yours? Yeah, I'm going to give mine to, to Maloney. I mean, for the last two straight games playing out of position – I mean, that's he's sacrificing a lot, you know, and plus he's filling some big shoes for Tainer. And we, you know, I think, I think missing, missing Maloney on the wing is, is hurting us just a little bit. But hey, he's sacrificing, he's doing as a captain, he is one of the captains he's doing what he's to be doing. And so, for these last, especially this last two games, like I said, he's been the mentality monster. So, I'm going to give it to him. Absolutely. Uh, to have a, a five, six, five, five center back, pretty crazy. And to have one who's basically, they've given up one goal in 180 minutes. Pretty damn good to, to, uh, by the way, to two of the top teams in the league, pretty insane. Uh, and it just shows the work rate shows the dedication of Maloney. I completely agree with that. Um, um, but I definitely think all of those are, are worthy of the, uh, mentality bonds are the match um i believe that's all we have anybody else anybody have anything else just final thoughts yeah just final thoughts so uh rafa what's your final thought uh final thought like i said just make sure everyone heads out to saturday it's a big game we want to intimidate 
uh, Phoenix Rising, you know, not send them back to Phoenix with a loss and just looking forward to the atmosphere. And also, uh, like I said, yesterday was the final day of the high school soccer season for 2023. So congratulations to all the teams, especially our San Antonio teams that made it to, to Georgetown. I know, I know we came up short on the, on the, on the trophy case, but I'm sure we'll pick up some ones for 2024. And and also thank you also to coach Cowell have me on for the, for the, after, you know, the game wrap ups this past week and Steve too, yeah, for giving us the stats. And then I know me and Harry will probably will be working on something on doing like a, like an end of the year show for the high school season. Either this week or next week, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And speaking of, uh, is that going to be too bright? Get your tickets now because it's looking thin out there on Ticketmaster. It doesn't <laughs> look like a lot of tickets left. So uh, get out there now if you if you if you plan to go. Harry, what's your final thought? So with it being Fiesta, um, if you're going to go, Get a ride home. Don't drink and drive. I made the mistake 30-some years ago, not here in San Antonio, but somewhere else. And it's expensive. You lose your license. And you know, depending on what job you do, it could cost you your job. So uh, be smart. You know, I've been here for 20 years. It's part of the reason why. I, it's, pr it's probably the main reason why I don't go down is just with the alcohol and, and getting home safely along those lines. SAPD, Bear County are going to be out in full force looking. So you know, just, just be smart. Um, you know, if, if you drink too much, you know, Uber, call a friend, taxi, just, just don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. You know, you know, best case scenario, you know, you, you get a ticket, worst case scenario, you actually get into an accident and kill somebody. So, uh, it's not worth it. Don't take the risk. 100%. I think the worst thing that can happen is you can lose your life. Or you can take somebody else's life in that. So, um, yeah, definitely don't do that. And Uber's super easy to get. Taxi's super easy to get. There's no excuse for that at all. Uh, Matt, what's your final going to be expensive. No, I'm just kidding. It's nah, a, lot, a, lot expensive. Is yeah, a lot cheaper than what it could be. Matt, what's your uh, final thought? Uh, That's why I said phone a friend thought. too, buddy. <laughs> True or hey, get a hotel downtown. Uh, because that's not expensive. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, my final thought. Uh, yeah, just pack the bunker. Always, that's always gonna. You're gonna hear me say that. I I want that bunker packed. Uh, just go look at each supporter group, guys. Check them all out. We're all here for a reason. Same cause. Same same. Uh. Same goal. We're just trying to make what we used to have. And I, I can't tell you how much. Uh, and then I know Rafa could speak on it. Harry could speak on it. And Royce, we need to get that, that, that how we used to be. It doesn't feel how, I don't know how to put it without going over toes, but we need to be crazy again. That's not over crazy but we need to we need to show how how santuno is with our support group and uh go mexico on wednesday i'll go ahead and pronounce some red hats for you um matt that say uh, make the bunker crazy again so um we'll we'll get those printed out we'll get those right out of the way that won't be uh contra uh matt got removed dude you can't no uh-uh unacceptable <laughs> throwing a cheap shot like that goodbye goodbye <laughs> um my final thought 
Um, it was pretty much <gasps> going to be reflecting uh, Harry sentiments. Um, call an Uber. Uh, call a friend. Uh, if you know you're inebriated, don't take the risk. Um, once again, your life can be in. You could put your own life in danger. You could put somebody else's life in danger. It's not worth it. You're having a good time. Keep the good times going. Get an Uber. Get a friend to give you a ride. You'll be fine. Uh, your car will be fine. Just just be safe and, and, and be smart partying out there. It's Fiesta. It's two weeks of partying. Let's enjoy it and let's not put a damper on it by doing anything silly like that. That's completely unnecessary. So uh, we'll see you all out there uh, against Phoenix uh, on Saturday night. Uh, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to the championship celebration. Uh, what's life without goals? Good night. Thanks for listening.